everybody, we are going to be live shortly. Hey everybody, it's uh, Detroit's uh, Love Guru coming to you live. Actually, I'm doing a little bit of uh, a change up tonight, doing a little show from uh, my living room actually, instead of the office, a little more comfortable. So I'm actually doing a show from a laptop. So let me know if you can hear if the audio's okay and you can see me. Hey, peace everybody. Uh, so doing a little bit of change up tonight and as always, you can check out my website, theartofrelationships.org, people. And tonight's going to be an interesting show. And it's sort of got a lot of buildup uh, the last couple of days talking about, you know what, proposals of love from your friendships and, you know, boundary issues. And this went off, um, there was a lot of debate, a lot of maybe tit for tat going on and arguments going back in. Uh, on my timeline in the discussion. So it's a heated topic that often comes up. And one that also comes up as far as insecurities, as far as, you know, is it a trust issue? Is it insecurity issues? So um, we are going to key in a little bit. Oh, audio's a little low. Oh, hopefully, let me try, thanks. Okay, hopefully the audio, uh, I'll try to raise my voice a little bit. So hopefully the audio is uh, okay. So anyways, um, it's a lot of debate about, you know, proposals of love. Is someone, a friend of yours, you know, and this goes off to both genders. It's not, you know, most of my shows are geared towards both genders. It's not, you know, a biased situation. You look at, you know, I run into this in my office on a regular basis that so-and-so, you know, friend, so-and-so's uh, coworker, um, hey, Tony, thanks for the props, man. I, I appreciate it. Sound fine. Sounds fine, brother. Good, Tony. I appreciate you and a happy uh, birthday to you a little bit ago as well. So um, looking at the situation that you look at, um, how many people have been where, you know what, you've had a friend of the opposite sex or maybe, you know, we'll throw it out there, same sex relationships. You have a friend and all of a sudden they profess your love, their love to you. They want you. They love you. They're in love with you. And you're like, you know what, you know what, we're friends and that's all fine and dandy. And then say you keep meeting with this person for breakfast, lunch, coffee, a drink, dinner, and all this stuff. There's two things that come out, you know, in the aspect as far as boundary issues. And are you okay with this? So say your partner is in this situation or is your partner okay in this situation if you are in this uh predicament, if you will. And a lot of people goes, you know, we have trust issues. And it's been a heated debate um, all week since I posted this uh, the other day. And a lot of people, yeah, you know, there's trust. I can be trusted. I trust my man. I trust my woman in this situation. And it's, you know, it's not really, it could be a trust issue, number one. Say, you know, your partner has no feelings, um, you know, not how can I say this? If the situation is, uh, you know what, that they are, you know what, you trust your partner, okay? It's not about trusting your partner. It could be, of course, but it's also about, you know, is it respect for the relationship? Is it respect for the marriage? 
or are you okay with it? I'd love to hear about the situation. Now, Anne-Marie, hey, what's up? Not being a party pooper. <laughs> Good topic, Greg. Who's being a party pooper? Um, hopefully nobody is. But I want to know in the situation, you know what? In your case, have you been in a situation where your partner keeps meeting up, keeps talking to a friend that professed their love for them, okay? Or are you, you know what? Maybe you're the one that's meeting up with this friend and your partner's got an issue with it. Um, the situation is going on. Now, Tony, you said the, the video's a little pixelated. It has, I have a feeling it has to be with um, the Facebook situation. So I apologize with that. Um, hopefully it'll clear up a little bit pretty soon, okay? So now when you get in a situation, what would you do? How would you handle the situation if, you know what, you trust your partner? And you know what, the person, say, you know what, ladies, say your guy had an opposite, uh, you know what, had an opposite gender friend, you know, like a best friend. You know what, she professed her love to your man. Would you be okay with him if he, you know, would meet up for a drink with her now and then? Coffee, dinner, lunch. You know what? What would the situation be, okay? Now you have to look at, you know what, is it a trust issue or are you, is it being disrespectful to the marriage or relationship? And again, it's a case-by-case -case situation. Like a lot of my, you know, situations I talk about people, you know, it's what works good for you, what you're okay with. And a, a situation, I'm also going to say, is your partner or are you leading on that other person? You know what? They're thinking, you know what? Man, I hope that relationship or marriage, you know, I hear problems or whatever going on. And you know what? Their relationship might not last. Their marriage might not last. And I'm going to be here. I'm going to scoop right in, people. I am going to go right in. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to rescue him. I'm going to rescue her. Whatever your situation is. So it's one of those situations. I hear this and I'm going to throw this scenario out there. You know, I, I've had friends before, you know, clients, whatever, come to me and they will complain that, you know what, they profess their love for a certain person, okay? And that person tells them, I don't want a long-term relationship with you. You know what, I'm not that interested in you, but you know what, they're still having sex with you, okay? And I tell people, I, you know what, Greg, I've been up front with her. I told her I want nothing major, you know what? But you keep leading that person on by having sex with her. I don't care what you tell her or tell him. It's your actions that speak a lot louder, people. It's not the words so much. I get it. You can tell somebody, but you know what? You're still making love with that person. You're still having sex with that person. So my topic is, you know what? Are you leading on somebody else, giving them false hope? And this was going back and forth um, in the discussion last couple of days on, you know, on this topic when I posted a little video and a discussion uh, piece about this topic. And how would you handle this, okay? Um, Amory, you mentioned, I think if you have an awesome partner, other people would love them and gravitate to their awesomeness too. Now, I, I get this, but it might not be about your partner. Your partner could be awesome. You're, you could have a fantastic partner. That's not the situation. The situation is, you know what? It's the other person. It might not, you're, you could have a tight, very strong relationship, you know, very loving, very passionate, just, you know, a great relationship or marriage. And the situation is, it's not really about your partner. You know, I get your partner and gravitate towards your partner, whatever. We're talking about 
you know what, if a friend of the opposite gender or maybe same sex gender um, situations, lesbian or gay, you know, where they overstep those boundaries, you know, what? I'm in love with you. I want you. Oh my God, I made a mistake. You know what? I should have went after you. I shouldn't have let you go type of thing. And we can go into the situation. You know what is, you know, say it's an ex, okay? Say it's an ex-husband, ex-boyfriend, and you are still like best friends and a new relationship comes about, okay? How would you handle that situation? Yes, there are boundary issues, right? There's a level of respect for yourself and for your partner. And how do you set those boundaries? What's right, what's wrong in those situations? And again, it can kill a lot of relationships if you're being disrespectful. Peace out, I've been doing this forever. We've been friends for this long. I could care less if you like it or not. You know what? That's not being respectful to your current partner or current you know, situation. It's sort of ironic how in my office over you know, all the years I've been doing this, you know, helping couples and also individuals over this situation, looking at, um, do you look at, you know what? Okay, I've, I've had, uh, you know, girlfriends for a while, we meet whatever off and on here and there, you know, and they're just friends. Yeah, they admit they want me or in love with me, whatever, but so what? I don't love them. And I hear this all the time, okay? I hear this, well, I'm not in love with that person. They're in love with me, that's their issue. But you keep leading them on. And if your partner has an issue with you, you say, well, I've been doing this for a long time. You got to get used to it. You know what? Do they have to get used to it or can they piece out of you? Or maybe you don't care enough about the relationship or marriage to do something about that. Okay. Again, it's not an easy situation to deal with. Should it be easy? Yes. Now, you know, it was brought up. I think Cynthia, we, you know, talked about going back and forth on this. And she asked me, does it matter if it's, you know, just friends and there's been no romantic um, connection before, no prior romantic interest, meaning it's not an ex-husband, not an ex-partner, someone you didn't have sex with, no, or it doesn't matter, right? Say it is an ex-boyfriend, it is an ex-husband. Does it really matter? And my, my situation said, you know what? That's how I handle it. Does it really matter if it's an ex or whatever? Do those boundaries change or no matter if it's just a friend that, you know what, proposes their love and their devotion to you and you're in a relationship, how do you handle those situations? Okay, hey, Sophia, peace, welcome. Stacy's in the house, woo! Oh, my voice just cracked. <coughs> Puberty, sorry, people. I never realized my ex-husband was having lunch and meeting people while he was at work. You know what, Sophia, I, I've run into this situation a lot where, uh, the girlfriend, wife, husband, boyfriend, doesn't matter. So, oh, I'm, you know, they work for themselves or they got flex hours. Oh, I'm going into work and all this stuff. And all of a sudden they're going to lunch or meeting up with, you know, somebody else, a romantic interest, okay? He was feeding on me attention, realizing his actions over the years has me afraid to actually commit to anyone now. Well, Sophia, you've heard me tell you this a long time ago. You know what? The past, don't let that have power over you. And I get, you know, if somebody is, you know, maybe cheating or, or, you know, just the attention. Maybe some people love the attention of someone knowing that they are into them. They love them. But my question is why, why do you need that person, you know, in your life that much, you know, especially if you're, if it's an ex and I get you be cordial if there's kids involved. Okay. Now, again, 
we can throw out so many situations, say it's an ex, you know, an ex-husband or ex-lover, boyfriend, girlfriend, and you have mutual kids together and you're cordial, right? You're cordial to be co-parents. I'm all about that. I, you know, I propose that, I prompt that. Even with couples that come to me, Greg, we were going through a divorce even, you know, before I even saw them. We are getting a divorce, we want a divorce, but we want you as a mediator to help us, you know, dish out or come up with co-parenting agreements. Um, I do do that, you know, on occasion, I do do that. And it, it's situated, it can work, you can be friends, but there's boundaries with your new relationship. And where's the respect factor for your partner? If you tell your partner, you know what, I could care less if you have an issue with this, you know what, I'm gonna do it anyways. You know what, that's telling your partner, you don't respect the relationship, you don't respect the marriage, and maybe you don't respect that partner. And the biggest thing is you need to understand, are you able to put yourself in their shoes? Are you able, you know what, what happens if the shoe was on the other foot? And I, I've seen so many situations like this, you know what, I don't want my, say I have a really good friend, she's into me and love with me and all this stuff, propose her love, and I know I'm not into her, whatever, okay? <clears throat> and I'm like, you know what, I'm honest with that, and I tell my lady I'm not into her, I still meet for lunch, that's gonna make my lady insecure, and it's funny, because now all of a sudden say, you know, my lady, whatever, um, has a good friend guy, he professes his love and all that to him, or to her, and all of a sudden she starts meeting, still going to lunch, oh, it's okay, same situation. Now all of a sudden, you know what, I have an issue with that. Oh my God, it's not right. It's like hypocrisy, right? You need to understand what is healthy for your relationship and what is healthy for your marriage. And I always, you know, there's two sides. Yeah, there is insecurities and there are trust issues, which is very, very crucial to hit on. Trust issues, you know what, are huge in any relationship. I don't have to tell you that, right? There, you know, emotional trust, physical trust. There's, you know, that you're gonna follow through with what you say. You know what, I've had issues with that and I've had to own that, I'm human, right? Oh, I'm not gonna do this and I did that. And, um, you know, it, I, we're all human, but we wanna make sure it doesn't happen or tr hopefully it doesn't happen again, that type of thing. <clears throat> but when you're talking about, you know, boundaries with exes, where should they be at, okay? Where do you set the line with meeting with uh, a friend, right? Could be a good friend. Where do you set that boundary as far as, you know what? Maybe, I know where I'm standing. Just like I said about still having sex with someone you told them you want no commitment with, right? You're still leading that person on. Your actions are speaking for you. No matter what you tell them, you know what? You need to have respect for that other person to step away, to not hurt that person, not still have sex with that person or keep, it's almost like your intent might not be to lead them on, but you know what? The situation is, um, even though it's not your intent, you might end up leading them on, okay? And uh, Sophia, you mentioned, I would tell him I was to lunch and being honest, and there was strictly patronic friendships. I'd bring friends, male around him. He'd accuse me of cheating, I guess he was. Well, he could be cheating. And Sophia, it doesn't, in this situation, I get this all the time. Oh, 
Greg, I brought, you know, I brought my friend that's a lady around, you know, my wife, my girlfriend, just to make her feel more secure. I'm going to tell you something, people, that doesn't make the other individual feel more secure. It means, you know what, you ever heard of the term, you keep your enemies closer? That could happen in that situation. So a lot of people, you know, strictly platonic, and I get you mean them, but are you meeting them, you know, for lunch or dinner on a regular basis? Are you still just a one-on-one -on -one situation? And you know that other person, we're talking, you know, if there's a romantic interest from one of you to the other, that's a huge issue. And that's where you got to put boundaries on and say, you know what, I'm involved. I don't think we should meet any longer or, you know what, we got to stop doing like this. I'm not going to lead you on. That's not my intent. And I want, I don't want you to ever have hope. It's almost like it creates people. It gives them almost false hope that, you know what, down the road, if something's going to happen to the relationship, if it resolves, you know what, I'm going to be waiting in the wings. Yeah. You know what, he's going to, you know, he, you know, He's going to think, uh, you know what, I still love him. I want him, and I'm going to be just waiting in the wings, right? Or if there's a, a lady that I'm professing my love to, you know what, I, I love you, I want you, and she said, Greg, we're just friends. You know what, I'm thinking, you know what, the more you talk to me, the more you meet with me, the more I got a chance that that relationship is going to happen, even down the road. It could be six months. It could be a year down the road. And, again, it's not an easy situation. And, oh, I forgot, it's up in the top. You can see uh, my website. And also, give me a call at 313-614-9498. You can uh, give me a shout, you know, any comments, any um, insights that you have. And maybe you've been in this situation to where, it's, again, it is not a, it's not an easy situation to be in, okay? So you look at you look at the dynamics to where, um, trying to see the comments. Um, you look at you look at all the situations, and I want to know how would you handle it if you had a partner, okay, boyfriend, girlfriend, doesn't matter, same-sex relationships. This covers all gamuts, okay. And you've had a, you know what, you know that. They love you. You know that they're in love with you. They got a romantic interest in you. And the situation is, you know what? You still meet with them. How would you handle it? Would that bug you? Would you be okay? And I hear this, well, I trust my partner left and right. And I can't tell you how many people in my office had had affairs in very like situations, people, okay? I'm telling you, I have dealt with numerous, countless couples where one of them had cheated with her husband or boyfriend's brother, best friend. You know what? He has cheated with her best friend, her sister, her cousin. I'm telling you, you know, so a lot of situations you look at, you know what? Your relationship or marriage can be tight. Maybe you think it's tight. Maybe you think it's very secure. What is your situation going to do and compromise? You know, what you might think, you know what, your partner might think differently or have insecurities about what's going on, okay? And this is where I, you know, I hit on about communication and getting at the status of your relationship, almost like a relationship checkup or marriage checkup to look at, you know what, babe, are you secure with us? Do you feel 
like you can trust me, like I'm going to be there for you that, you know, what, or do you have insecurities? I want somebody else or that I might cheat on you. And, you know, we all hear this and people pass by. Yeah, I'd never do that. I'd never do that. And all of a sudden they're in my office. Right. So it, it's a very difficult situation. And you mentioned, oh, someone mentioned I'm now poly and just want complete honesty. And you know what, even with being poly, there are boundaries, right? And everybody talks about, you know, polyamorous and open relationships. They are different. Okay. A lot of people, you know, look at poly and open relationships are different. You still have boundaries. Maybe, you know, with poly, you know, you're only, you only have sex with a agreed upon person, whatever that you and your partner have. Okay. So if you're in a relationship or mar marriage and you're poly, you only have sex with the agreed upon person that you and your partner agreed upon. And that's the same thing with your partner too, okay? It's not your open relationship. You basically, it's a free for, you can have sex with whoever you want. Maybe the boundaries are you only have sex with, you know, safe sex, of course, with a condom on, okay? And that is a situation which might be very difficult. You know, every situation has boundaries, okay? But how many people, I want to I wanna see in the, the comments below, how many people have been in the situation to where um, maybe you've been in this about boundaries with exes? And I, I hear about, you know, this all the time that, oh, my God, Greg, my, uh, my boyfriend, my husband, always constantly talking to his baby mama, always talking to the ex. They, they talk more and text back and forth more than we talk. And, you know, and you wonder, and then they say, why are you insecure, baby? <laughs> you wonder why, right? Because you're having more connection. You're having more conversation, more um, attention paid to somebody else than you do in your own relationship. And, again, it's not a, it's not a very easy um, situation to come by. So you try to look at the situation, and I mentioned in the short video, you know what, if it's, Good for your relationship or marriage, you do it. If it is bad, and you know, let you know, some people, you know, if it's bad, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. You better you don't be doing it. You know, it's going to cause problems. And if you have doubts of if it's good or bad, chances are you better not do it. And you need to discuss what is going on, what is the state of the marriage or relationship, so you guys can be, you know, tight and secure instead of create insecurities when it comes to exes around. You know what, I, I would not want, you know, the person I'm with to ever feel insecure, to feel like, you know what, she has to compete with another woman or compete with an ex or compete with a friend of mine, you know, for my attention or for um, even sharing intimate details, that's situation. Um, so I wanna, I wanna sort of kill that. I want to stop it in its tracks right now so it doesn't breed havoc in a relationship or in a marriage. And that's what I try to promote with my clients as well. Are we perfect? Are we? No, we're not perfect at all. But what can we do to look at the situation to, um, you know, sort of make sure everybody is secure and everybody is safe in that situation? And I'd love to hear, again, give me a call, 313-614-614. 9498 and it is uh, not a good you know it, it's a very difficult um, situation to come by when you feel you have to compete with a friend of the opposite sex or like I said even a close friend in the same sex relationship 
uh, for those, um, you know, same-sex uh, couples out there. Uh, it, it's very difficult. How would you handle it? And have you ever been in that situation? Oh, also, I almost forgot. <laughs> for those of you, if you share this live video on your timeline, you get a chance to get out of the light. To win my uh, book, a free copy of my book, I'm going to, oh, I know the glare, try to get it out of the glare. You get a chance to win my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. And this actually is the new cover I got in my hand. I finally uh, got the ordered books and got the new cover in my book versus the old one. So those that from now on will be getting the book, same book, just a new cover. I wanted a, a little more uh, risque or a little more lively and eye attention than a previous one. So you share this on the um, on your timeline, the live video, and you get a chance to win. And I'll announce the winners tomorrow morning, as always. Okay. Um, and again, you can get this uh, the tool the relationship guide. You can get this on Amazon or BarnesandNobles.com in paperback and ebook. Uh, Format. So see, it's right here. <laughs> it's it's short. It's only 156 pages, but it has a lot of content. I get right to the point as I do, you know, with the couples in my session in my office. <clears throat> now, I want to know what else you would like to discuss and talk about tonight. Okay, I want to hear. You know, when it comes with boundary issues, one person could think, you know, what it's okay. I'm not doing anything because I'm not doing anything wrong. My intent. Is not bad my intent is not to create havoc my intent is not to raise insecurities or trust issues in my relationship or marriage your intent could be awesome right but what happens if the situation is you know what your intent could be great but what if it creates those issues and a lot of people you know what I that wasn't my intent I and they don't own that they don't look at because their intent wasn't made you know to be harmful but it creates harm, it creates hurt, it creates insecurities, it you know creates trust issues. And even though it wasn't your intent, I want you to be able to own that. I want you to be able to look at the situation and say, you know what, I need to, you know what, my bad. It wasn't my intent, I didn't mean to breach trust. I didn't mean to hurt you, whatever, it wasn't my intent. And I want you to be able to own that. And this is the same situation when it comes with boundary issues with friends, with exes, you know what? And this, are you, a lot of people throw this around, okay? My intent, you know, I told you, we're, you know, we're friends, whatever, my, I don't have any interest in my ex or this woman or this guy, whatever the situation is, you know what? And you know what, it's just you, you have insecurities, you have trust issues, that's your issue, that's your problem, you need to deal with it. You know what? <laughs> I, I've seen this in my office. I've witnessed it from many hundreds and, you know, hundreds of couples over the years. And I've dealt with thousands. So I'm saying, you know, hundreds of couples over the years have been doing this. And, you know, I, I look at that and I'm like, are you for real? You know, I, you, you, for, you really did say that, right? That's your issue to deal with. And that's, you know what? I do everything right. No, you need to own that. You need to look at no matter if my intent is genuine it's it's not to cause heart you know harmful 
actions in the marriage or trust issues, whatever. I want to own that and make sure I don't do it again. You know, that's just your issue to deal with. No, you know what? That's a relationship issue and you need to be a little more um, compassionate, empathetic towards your partner. Now, if you are doing everything right, perfect to build the trust, to maintain the trust levels. Yeah, there are issues and instances, of course, where people are just very, very insecure and you could do everything to make them feel uh, secure and you know, trusting and all loved and all that stuff. And you know what, because their own insecurities, yes, there are gonna be those situations. Yeah, that is their issue. But you know what, a lot of times I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about those situations to where, you know what, based on your actions, you are creating those situations. You are creating insecurities with your partner. You are the one that is, you know what, putting doubt in your partner's mind. Are you in that situation and are you those, you know, end up being one of those, that's your issue to deal with, or is it a couple issue to deal with? And say, you know what, that wasn't my intent. I want to make you feel secure and trust issues. What can I do to change that? And what can you do as a team to be able to pr promote further trust and making each other feel more secure in the relationship, people? Again, it is not an easy situation to deal with it's it's not but it's one of those situations where you know what does pride get in the way does um you know what is it? is it pride is it your own ego is it your own entitlement that comes out and that wreaks havoc you know what i'm entitled to have this tournament if you don't like it that's just too bad deal with it you know what that tells me you're a selfish individual and maybe you don't deserve a loving secure relationship okay um maybe that's the situation okay so i am let's see i'm gonna take a little break after i play a little song again go to my website theartofrelationships.org i know this is sort of informal i don't have all the bells and whistles that i typically do when i do the show so i want you to I'm going to take a break, so don't go anywhere, and I'm going to come back live, okay? So don't go anywhere. Remember, share the live video, and you get a chance to win my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. Follow on the discussion, and I will be back shortly, okay?
Hey, people, and I'm back. Uh, hopefully, everything's going smooth. And talking about, you know, friends that propose. Oh, hold on, hold on. Peace out. Sorry about that. Talk about friends that, you know what, are maybe overstepping boundaries or maybe, you know what, I'm all about people reaching out and telling people that they, uh, you know, they love them, they want them, they desire them. All I'm all for that. I'm all for love. I'm all for people being happy in all that situation. And it's sort of ironic how people in this situation that, you know what, they're in a relationship or they got married and it all of a sudden, you know, people come out of the woodwork and say, Austin, oh, I love you, I want you, I, you know, I need you. And all of a sudden, you know, they're looking at, you know, where was this six months ago, a year ago, uh, two years ago, type of situation. So we all know um, movies, right? I, sorry, I had a brain fart. We all know movies in a situation where, you know, the best friend ends up uh, joining in. We all know the situation to where, you know what, that the relationship, uh, you know what, the best friend ends up, you know, breaking up the wedding and wanting to marry and propose to that person. You know, we've all seen those movies. And when we're talking about boundary issues and we're talking about, you know, when friendships start proposing to you, how are those situations, how do they hit you? How do you, how do they interrupt your relationship, whatever? And, you know, we all have maybe situations where maybe there's exes or there's, you know, different situations where we still, you know what, we love somebody, we want that person, but you know what, do we let them go? Do we get those situations and do we cross boundaries? But you know what, are they, you know, I'm all about going after somebody, right? But now if boundaries are crossed, what do you do in that situation to promote trust? What do you do to promote security in your relationship? And what do you do to you know, make sure that trust is tight in your situation, that your partner knows you love them. And you know what? The relationship or the marriage is number one, and it's not about somebody else. It's not about, you know what, that you're spending more time with a potential partner that proposed their love to you, or you're spending so much time talking to an ex, or you know what, that you're sharing intimate details with your baby mama or baby daddy in those situations and you're wondering, oh, why are you insecure? I come home every night. I, you know, I tell you I love you and all those things. You know, it's because your actions are dictating those situations where they, you know, they trigger those instincts. You know what? Um, and if there is somebody, you know, you love and all that, you profess that. You want them. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But then if they don't feel the same or, you know what? They're in another relationship type situation, you know, do you respect that? It's it's one of those situations. But then if that person, you know, say if, you know, um, some lady was, pro pro, you know, proposing her love and wanted me, Greg, I want you, I want you, I want you. And if I'm, you know, with somebody and I keep giving that person the time of day, even though say they're a friend, you know what, that's not, that's disrespecting my partner that's disrespecting her that's not disrespecting the relationship and you need to be tight you need to be secure and what do you do to promote that okay um and, and it's very difficult with uh you know past maybe past loves maybe you have a hard time getting over it. maybe you thought you know they're a soulmate but what do you do to heal that situation 
and what do you do to go on? But you need to set boundaries for your relationship or your marriage people. And again, it's not an easy situation to deal with. And my question to you is, and I mentioned this in my short video a little bit ago, uh, yesterday, I think as a precursor to this, uh, to the radio show tonight is, you know what? What is it about you that still needs them in your life? You know, a friend, they've been there for me. You've been, you know, but there's a give and take, right? Why do you need that person of the opposite gender or same sex and same sex relationships? Why do you need that person in your life so bad? Is something missing from you? Is something empty inside of you that you need that person? Granted, a relationship, a love life is never, ever, um, you know what? They're not going to meet your needs 100%. That's a fantasy, okay? But you know what? Why do you need somebody else that could wreak havoc and create insecurities in your relationship, in your love life, when you can, you know, put that to rest and say, you know what? I need to go ahead and peace out to this, okay? What can I do to stop the insecurities from even flourishing or continuing on instead of saying, that's your issue to deal with. That's your issue. I'm still going to do this. That's a very selfish and a very arrogant stance to take, okay? Again, it's not easy. So check those boundaries and ask yourself, why do I need this relationship with this person that proposed their love? Maybe there's part of you that wants a, you know what, a backup. You know what? And maybe in the back, you're, well, if this don't work out or whatever, I'm going to have this person as a backup. You know what? If you're already looking like that, then that tells me you should not be in that relationship. You should not be in that marriage. And we all know, we all know people out there that have a situation where they can't be alone. They they have a hard time being alone. They so they always need that backup plan. And this goes for women and men. It's both genders. And like I said, I'm an equal gender basher, people. It's an individual thing, not a gender thing. Some people, some women are fine being alone, some men are. You know what? It's not about that. But some people go in a relationship. I'm always going to talk to an ex. I'm always going to talk to somebody else, you know what, as a backup plan. And then you have an issue because your current partner, you know what, feels insecure, feels, you know, like there's trust issues, has a little, you know, gurgling going on in their gut and their heart just quint, you know, sort of squeezes itself. Because, and you're back there saying, you know what, that's your issue. That's your issue. You know what? That's a very selfish tactic to play. You need to check up, look at the situation, what the hell you're doing to create love and desire, prosperity in your relationship. And what are you doing to, you know what, to strengthen the security and the love that you have for your relationship and your partner, okay? Or maybe if you don't do that, you don't want to do that, that relationship or marriage maybe isn't for you, okay? So, or, you know what, you try to get help and try to uh, balance that. We all know people that, you know, maybe you lost love uh, in certain situations or you feel it's a soulmate and they hurt you, you hurt them, whatever. And, and you know, the relationship is gone, whatever. And y'all said, because of a timeline you had that, uh, you know, I don't want to be alone or I'm going to hurry up and be with somebody else to erase that pain. And all of a sudden, you're always reaching back for that ex. You're always, you know what? It's for your current partner. That's being disrespectful. That's not being honest. And maybe it's not being, think about this. Maybe it's not being honest to yourself and 
you're not being true to yourself by needing somebody else, you know what, to fill that void instead of reaching out to your partner, your husband, your wife, um, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever the situation is, okay? So you think about that. What are you doing to strengthen that? And what are you doing to, you know what, electrify your relationship or marriage? And if you are in love or still love somebody from your past, reach out to them. Go after them, okay? However, you know what? They say stop or whatever. You need to listen, okay? And it's not always easy because we all know, you know, I think the media and the movies and all this stuff where you um, you see somebody keep trying and keep trying, then they win them over. You know, like I said, what's the difference of never stopping and pursuing that person and, you know, that person where you're being annoying, a stalker, or getting a PPO after your ass, you know, they're, they're so, it's very subjective on what those boundaries are, okay? So, everybody have a good night. Uh, I appreciate everybody joining in and the discussion board going on and everything else and everybody, and if you're new, thank you so much. I appreciate you tuning in to the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm very, as always, very, very flattered. My passion is to help people, okay? Um, and again, share this video on your timeline for a chance to win my book, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. And again, it's on Barnes and Nobles and um, Amazon.com and paperback and ebook formats, okay? Um, so enter this on your timeline. I will, I'll get it. I'll, you know, go through all the shares and do like a eeny, meeny, miny, moe winner type thing. And uh, I will announce the winners tomorrow. I'm giving away three copies of the book. Like I said, it's the same uh, book I've had for a while. I just, I got the new cover a little bit ago. I uh, wanted to jazz it up, pizzazz it a little bit, okay? Um, so thank you so much. Peace and love to everybody out there, okay? Much love to everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.